Hi, Mom Stump listeners. It's Annie. This is Season 3, Episode 15, New Listeners. That's right. We might have new listeners here in our midst. Joe and I hung out this weekend, and we told a couple people that we have a podcast, and some of them said they would listen. So if that's you, welcome. And you're our baby girl forever. You understand that? We'll do anything for you from here on out, even if this is the only episode you ever listen to ever again. In addition to the new, we have some oldies but goodies calling in on this episode. I'm talking Lauren Derner. I'm talking Birdie and Melissa. These are our true blue. We love them, and it's just so nice to catch up with people. We hope you enjoy this episode. We got a lot of things to tell you about dragons, guys. Buckle up. Enjoy! We're back. Okay. We've got so much to talk about. I think we've got two voicemails and when we get two voicemails, that's like, that's the episode. This is it. This is happening. And also hopefully fingers crossed some new listeners. <laughs> Welcome. We had a baby. We went to a baby shower and you know, it was chock full of moms and other, you know, women who are ready to take on another podcast. And we were kind of there to, to, to welcome them into our world. So if you're here, hi, <laughs> I got to say this, I got to say this, when you don't have a job and someone asks you what you do, you kind of have to say podcast. Mm. You're kind of, you're like, hey, this is it I, guys. I, I contribute. I contribute. I'm putting <laughs> art on the, out into the world. Yeah. God, and then I believe me, I was getting shivers down my spine knowing that our last episode I was popping off about BJ's. Well, you know, a lot of people's job is blowjobs, babe. That's a job too. That's a job. And that's work. And that's real. Yes. And by the way, people get paid really well for it, I think. <sighs> or could could get paid. Okay. You know what? Sorry. Sorry to go back to blowjobs, but I do have to say this. And I feel like I've told you this story, and if I've said it on the podcast before. I'm sorry, but back to it, that when I was in college, I roomed with some upperclassmen and, uh-huh. they, made me, and they made me a drawing diagram on how to give a blowjob. Wow. And I referenced it. Was this solicited, unsolicited? <laughs> it was like, they were like the funniest, funniest gals. And they uh-huh. were like, they thought it like, they were just like so supportive of me and Peter and me like and they also a boyfriend, just, and they were like, you need this information. And they kind of wanted to do it, too. They kind of wanted to draw that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. My, my roommate in college, who I was her bridesmaid, and then we just fo- totally fell out of touch, not for any reason, but my mom has kept a folder she made for me, a three-ring binder of all of our little inside jokes, and when I went back for Christmas, you better believe I was going through it. And there was shit like that in it, like, you know, written stuff. We would, you know, just like little jokes. It was crazy. It's so sweet. Really sweet. College girls, there's something about them. They, They are nostalgic. They like to like create little notes and memos and, and blowjob diagrams. <laughs> Cute little font. Yes. Oh, okay. So new listeners, welcome, welcome. This is All it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our jumping off point. And this is, well, listen, where did I go? go? We had like such a beautiful time, but we were in Laguna Beach, bitch, for this, for the shower, flying mm. close to the sun. Yeah, I mean, the highest point for me was obviously the beautiful home, beautiful property, but being that close to the ocean, I'm talking about on the ocean, waterfront property, we're sitting in the living room kind of enjoying our hors d'oeuvres and full-on entrees, we're opening the doors to the back of the house, and you're hearing the waves crash while you're enjoying the food. You're seeing the dolphins jump, bitch dolphin fins. I mean, it was wild. And then Annie and I, and a whole bunch of people, we go out there to take photos before we leave. We want to get photos of the mother to be cutie patootie in this gorgeous dress 
I was not looking this hot going no, into she my like a Grecian statue. God Grecian yes. statue. It was like sick. And then okay, so we go outside mm. and then I'm like, get a photo of Andy and I because like for the pod, for the pod. And we it had rained all day. Mm-hmm. And I sit on the ground. And this grass is dry, as if some lawn worker came out here with a blow dryer the second the rain stopped. I'm just saying. (laughs) It was kind of miraculous. It it was kind of just like things are different out in Laguna. We're in a different world, and it's kind of our goal. As you know, we are going to get filthy rich in 2024. And so I was like, I I was leaving, and I said to the hostess, see you soon. (laughs) Hope she invites you to a party because (laughs) that's some otherworldly um, status there, but it was, it was so lovely. And like Joe was saying, we hopefully have some, some new listeners. Oh gosh, moms. It was really, really nice to be like in a room of mom. And, and there, this was, this was one of those showers where, you know, it, it spans generations. This isn't just your college gals. It's, and so we had moms of all ages, women when of I all ages. When I walked in and I saw women of all ages, I said, you better be on your best behavior, bitch, because this is a shower for one of our closest friends. And he, uh, I like to be wild and cuckoo with him. I was like, this, this is not that you have to behave. And then they opened the champagne and I was like, now nah, I'm really going to have to restrain. <laughs> and I think I did. I, I feel really mature. Okay. But, but I was thinking today, cause you know, it's not easy to like meet new people and it certainly feels very hard to meet new moms because when you, you need these mom friendships are so important, I think. And, and it's like, you're, you're, you got to connect with them and their kid has to connect with your kid. Ideally, mm-hmm. yeah. like both of those things matter. But I was thinking about one of my very favorite mom friends like that I met when I was like, when the kids were kids was I met her at the park and then I'm walking away and she's like, can I get your phone number? She did it. And I go, and I, I'll never forget that I called Peter and I was like, I think I like met a friend. Wow. And I was friends with her the entire time she lived in Chicago. And I honestly fully loved her. Say her name. First name, last name, Liz. First name, last name. <laughs> First name, last name, Liz. You know, it's easier when they go to school because then you're like, well, they're in the same class. So we kind of have the kid thing, even if they're not besties, they still, the kids still at least know each other. So you can have that, the kid part kind of down. And then it's kind of like, well, do I get along with you? I mean, yeah. that's what I'm experiencing in school is that parents do want to connect with you and, and it's kind of already... An, an open door because your kids are in school together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it, a lot of those relationships can feel forced, but you're right. They are so important. And, and it is like talking to someone. It's like talking to yourself because they get it. They understand everything. They're yeah. going through the same thing. It's really validating. It's really, and I'll never, ever forget. And, and, and it's also like your kids are at this weird age where they can't exchange numbers. Like their kid, you, your kid will meet someone at the park that they want to connect with, but you have to connect with their parents to make yeah. this like go any further. And that is really nerve wracking. Right. And I will never, ever forget the boys were in like a flag football for the like city league or whatever. This kid that they had a hoot with, loved hanging out with the the last day, they're like, Oh my God, we're never going to see him again. Go get his mom's phone number, please, please, please. And I did not want to. And I'm like, you're you're walking over there like this is, I do not want this. It's like a fucking death march. I'm walking over there to be like, hi, our kids are friends. Can I get your number? And I turn to Coleman or Guy and I go, what's his name again? Because I need to be like, oh, my friend, my, and and Guy goes like this. I don't know. And I go, I'm not fucking doing this. (laughs) You don't know his name? We're not, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got to stop somewhere. Come on. You said something to make me think of, ooh, la, la, lula. <laughs> I can't remember now. <laughs> something about 
That the kids can't <laughs> exchange numbers, so you have to be friends with their parents to make them friends? No. Oh, flag football. Oh, here we go. Park season's approaching. Joe, take it away. As a reminder, our, our longtime listeners know how much we love and revere the park system of, of, of every city. Parks and Rec, baby. Parks and Rec. It was a fucking show and a successful show for a reason. There's no better deal in your town. And it's it's amazing. It's like truly Chicago. The kids took swimming lessons for eight weeks for $40 each. You're never going to see a deal like that. I'm telling you, ever, ever, ever. Never. Piano lessons for like $15 for 30 minutes. I mean, this is it. Get thee to your parks and rec. And if you're thinking, I don't have kids, don't worry, honey. They got aerobics. They got sewing. They got find your parks and rec website and just check it out. And it is kind of like a learning curve too with that stuff. And Joe was very helpful to me like two years ago because there are deadlines and there are like, you know, classes fill up. So you do want to be on that website to find those brochures of when the classes are opening, like when the sign up dates are, because you, if you are interested, you, they do fill up and you don't want to miss them. The thing that is happening is like, is this the most elite class? No. But the thing is, is that they're the cheapest classes. So people will sometimes just sign up to sign up and have it as kind of even a backup. So these things are like filling up honey. Yeah. I want to bring up a couple topics. I know we we have a lot of voicemails to get through. A lot, too. A lot, too. More than one. Um, Number one is before we started recording, I was on Mac Cosmetics website and uh, j- just like an email got me there um, because I was putting on makeup yesterday and I was like, this shit is old and what is it doing to my skin? Mm. Is it giving me cancer? Is something happening when I put on old makeup? Yeah. Not good. Bacteria, not good. Um, so I was like, I need to invest in makeup. And then on Mac website, you know, it's like, all these little promotions pop up. One was 20% off for teachers. And I was like, how do they validate this? I'm looking into it. And then it's like teachers, staff, and students. And I go, bitch, I might be a part-time substitute cafeteria worker, but I am staff. And And so you better believe I'm starting to get some perks of the job. And this is going to be my mission starting from here on out to look because all they needed was basically like a pay stub and an email address. And I have both of those. So I'm going to, I'm going to, this is kind of my new thing now. I'm a teacher now. Well, I'm staff. I'm staff. So I'm going to, come on, 20%. That's no, that's 20% is huge That's nothing, for nothing to sniff at, baby. For MAC, come on. I thought this was what the drag queens wear, honey. Oh my, I'm happy for you, girl. I'm literally like, okay, get me the, get thee to the lunchroom, Joe. I'm here, they're, they're hiring me. They go, what motivate you to apply? I go, the Mac discount, bitch. <laughs> The Mac discount, discount hack. <laughs> Babe, wait, I also think if you have a SAG number, you can get a discount for Mac. Hear ye, hear ye, SAG. I not for sure, but someone said it once. Oh. Mac is about to get about any profession. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. I shouldn't Um, say that because now the SAG people are pissed. They go, no, they don't. Well, it's worth looking into. It's worth sending them all on a goose hunt because you know everybody on SAG ain't working right now. <laughs> Do something today. You Go see time. if you got that. <laughs> well, what did you get? What did you order? What are the I staples? haven't ordered anything. This is truly like right as we're signing on to. Okay. But I need, I need concealer. Foundation. Concealer. Uh, yes. You knew. And well, I need some eyeliner. I think that is the thing that you can keep the longest. And what? need to concealer. Mm. Not saying you should, but I think it just like, right. It doesn't ever go away. So like, you can be like, Oh, I bought this concealer 20 years ago and it's kind of my best friend. And I've always had it in the bag. Well, I think because if, especially if you're getting a pump concealer, it's not touching any part of your skin when you're applying it. And from what I know from watching that makeup lady for so, so many months is that anything you're putting on your skin and putting back into the container is, is, 
is your bacteria is just like multiplying. So we're saying if you can't go for the pump, go for the pump. Mm. Yeah. And when you're like, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Speaking of new listeners, there's no way we're getting any new listeners from TikTok. But you know, we put these TikTok videos up. It's it's actually hell, hell. We are terrified of the comment. Anyone can look, anyone can comment. But we did get a comment for someone that said, we put up a video about dragons and someone commented, this is actually the year of the dragon, literally. Okay. But the Chinese Lunar New Year is coming up and it will be the year of the dragon for literally. Literally. Okay, 2024, year of war, year of raw, year of dragon. Official. What what does that conjure for you? I'm thinking medieval times, we're about to fucking kill each other, and we're about to, this is, this is bring it on, baby. Everything that's happening on social media, everything that's happening in the news is giving me anxiety and scaring me. At this point, now I'm thinking, oh, it was meant to be. I mean, but did you know it was your year of the dragon? <laughs> oh, excuse me. I have no fear now. This is actually what we were, we should have been expecting this whole time. It is the year of the dragon. This is it. Oh my Literally, the feudal gosh. system. We're about to rise up, babe. The middle class is about to take it over. We've got we've got the Olympics coming. We have an election coming up. Okay, bring it on. Bring it on. Okay, let me play these voicemails. All right. First one, Lauren Derner, longtime listener, Patreon member. Babe, babe, all around. Hi, mom. It's Lauren Derner. Um, I really don't have anything really specific to talk okay. about, um, Love it. but I did just want to call and say Happy New Year Aww. or New Year. I don't know. Everybody, I've seen people say that they need, you don't have to say happy. You can just be like, hey, I don't know. I, this is all dumb. Um, I really just wanted to call and say hi. I feel like it's been a long time. Um, we are on day four of my children being home because of this snowstorm that is ravaging Tennessee. And being from Indiana, um, when the snow started to come down, I didn't see a single salt truck on any major highway or major road, which is a red flag, I think, because we are not prepared down here. So really unfortunate. Um, After school care, daycare, all closed. So I'm trying to work and, you know, have two children home. Anyways, um, so that sucks. You guys have been talking about habits and strategies and really trying hard to finish this doctorate. You got it, girl. In the year 2024. Um, so I'm trying to adopt some new strategies um, to get me done. One of them is I'm getting a tutor for running stats and analyzing data. Ugh really suck. Um, but I'm getting that. And I posted in the Facebook group that I was looking for a tutor for this one software. And someone replied, have you tried Googling it and finding videos on YouTube? You'll find everything you need there. And it's like, girly, <laughs> do you think I didn't know that? Do you think I'm new to the internet? I'm a millennial. I know what's on the internet. I know what yes, YouTube you do. Why off. would you take time out of your day to reply with that when I specifically ask for a tutor? And honestly, mm-hmm. if that woman is listening to this, here we go. Love and light. You deserve all good things in the world, but I am questioning why you felt it was necessary to remind me to Google something. Like, Ooh. that's not helpful. And you kind of know that. And what were you, were you trying to like, shame me. Mm. I don't know. I obviously need a person to help me. So, okay. So that's one strategy that I'm doing. And, um, I have a tutor and I'm meeting with her today at noon. Yes, you are. I don't know why I needed to tell you my whole schedule, but that's what's happening. Okay. I love you guys. And y'all are the loves of my life. And, um, that <sighs> includes every, I just got chills. Cut it, oh, off. it cut off. Babe, I want to say Lauren, is doing exactly what we've always talked about, which is checking in. 
Thank you, Lauren. The check-in call. The future Dr. Lauren Derner. Wow. And her signature better be saying millennial on it. It better be saying pronouns she, her, hers, slash millennial. Dr. Millennial. (laughs) By by the way, she brought up like that, that that was very um, eye-opening for me of like, anytime you post something or ask for something, solicit advice, be like, hi, millennial here. Just so people know. Just so people know, I've kind of, I've I've exhausted all my resources over here. You're not speaking with a Gen Z, Gen X. This is not Boomer. This is Millennial here. It's going to save everyone time. It is actually I th- I can't believe we just stumbled upon it, but it does mm-hmm. need to be in the signature. It actually does need to be in the signature because it's going to save. It's you know you read something you're like ugh, ugh, here's a Boomer. We just just let's say it right away. It says she her hers slot. A comma millennial. Yeah. And then we go, okay, we don't need to tell her about Google, but if it said she, her, hers, comma, boomer, we go, maybe we should say, could, have you Googled it yet? Yeah. You're going to find it. YouTube's going to open your life up. Some yeah. boomers don't have never been on, have never been on YouTube. And I love that she was like, and if she's listening, love, love and light to her, but I go, that's a doctorate. <laughs> That's a you know what it's talking. giving me on Project Runway where they're like, it's not that we don't, it's not that this garment isn't well constructed, but we're questioning your taste. <laughs> not on kills, you know, that's what this was giving me. It's like, hi, love and light, but what you just did to me was trash. It is literally, and we don't know she's not listening, the love and light woman. We don't know she's not listening, but, but truly, and God, when Lauren is like, you know what? Strategy, I got myself a tutor. Boom. It's hard for moms to ask. It's hard for adults to ask for help, to stop for a second and go, you know what? Actually, I need help with this. I'm excited for you, babe. Also, keep it, I mean, keep us posted on the snowstorm. Is it, is it past? I know my parents got a huge dump and they're like near Chattanooga area. Well, what Lauren is saying is huge because from Indiana as well, when you go, listen at Indiana, the, the snow was up to the door and they go, okay, I'll see you at school, bitch. Cause they have the salt trucks. They have everything. They're ready. Yeah. Yeah. They're ready. They're going to get you to school. There's no missing, but I think it's just in these places like Nashville where it's just like, we're not used to this. Yeah. Ew. Uh oh, and this isn't like you can't. This isn't the summer where you can take the kids to the park. It's like you and them, and you're trying to work. Give me a break. Come on, and you got to meet with the tutor. Are you kidding this me? This is when this is this is why we need the dragons. It'd be like, come dragon, come. <laughs> you have the dragon. Float, float, float. And the dragon take... come and, and kind of takes your kid all and and takes care of your kid. If I was reading one of my fantasy books. I guarantee if there was a snowstorm and the mama at the dragon would come and he would, and he would pick up the parent or the person who needed time away and you would go sit by a Creek for about 12 hours silently. <laughs> and and that would be 12 hours in dragon time, but time would pass as normal uh, back in earth. And you come back completely rejuvenated with your dragon and they've given okay. you a power. MNU idea, MNU idea. For our fantasy cinema, fantasy cinema, dragon and I, dragon and me. Do you remember the king and I? This is the, dra- the dragon and I. And this is kind of all about how, yeah, it might be weird if I fuck a dragon, but at the end of the movie, you're going to want us to fuck and you'll see why. This dragon is everything you want in a human. Listen, sales. <laughs> the dragon has never asked you what's for dinner. The, the dragon, dragon. Make, make, make you the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> make you the dinner. The dragon, the dragon is connected in your brain. And so they don't have to ask a fucking thing. They don't have to ask about an email that you forwarded them about any, some plans you have with friends. You guys are connected. It does everything. And then it wraps its wings around you. and makes you feel safe. And also it's not like they're invading your private thoughts. They just kind of know what you want. But also if what you want is a fight, like if you need to get out some aggression, you can yell at at dragon. You can yell at dragon and just to be like, you know, the weight of the world is, 
is I'm weary and I need to yell at somebody and the dragon's that person that that being and you go off in the dragon you're like you're going off on the dragon and and at very end and the dragon doesn't say a thing it doesn't and then hours later when you go I'm sorry I don't know why I was acting the dragon just looks at you and goes I understand and the dragon's like I just breathed fire all over the backyard because I was so mad at you but I'm gonna clean it up (laughs) I can't like, well, I already cleaned it up. Girl. I already cleaned it up. <laughs> and dinner, smoked salmon, bitch. <laughs> if you're new to the pod, if you're new to the pod, MNU stands for Mom Nutting Universe. It's a fake, fake but soon to be real production house where Annie and I and all of and all of our friends. Everyone who's on the ground floor of the podcast. And anyone who's in SAG, if you're in SAG, you're absolutely in. No you're questions in, asked. You're in, you're in. And we're just making movies that are realistic mom movies. And the, yeah, the dragon one is realistic. Yeah, we're making movies. We're making TV. We're, we're, we, we're doing books. We're doing everything because we're sick of seeing movies where moms are misrepresented. Each other, misrepresented. Grandmas are misrepresented. Every. Go. Well, I was talking about some family drama and how my mom was stressed over the holidays about family members coming. And um, she was pacing, like I was already home with her and she was pacing the floor, like anticipating these family members arrival. And she was like pacing the floor like a cheetah in the zoo. Like, are they here yet? Looking out the window. Truly. And Joe was like, well, that's very interesting. Like, because grandmas are only represented in media one way of like being this adoring type like I will watch your kid oh my god give me a grandbaby give me a grandbaby this child has saved us all when there's a lot of grandparents out there who are like I love you I love my grandbaby but I'm not that type yeah my fingers are frail I don't actually don't want to hold them right now I'm done with watching kids I don't yeah I don't want to like babysit or I'm nervous about you coming over. Like not all grandmas are like got bonnets on them and make you tea. That part. Yeah. And and I feel like we see them two ways, either that or there's like some relationship with the husband that is like, you know, I'm thinking like Ray Romano, Grizzly or something. But but what Annie is saying is so true because I was saying more than once I've heard a friend be like, yeah, my grand, my mom doesn't help. Right. And it's actually kind of very normal, I think, to be like, they're kind of more of a hands-off grandparent. Yeah. And and what we're saying is like, we don't want the opposite of bonnet grandma, like where we're getting bad grandmas. Because that's what Hollywood will do. It's like, we've seen the good grandma. Now I present to you bad grandmas. We're talking about like the nuanced, like real grandma who's like nervous for you to come over because you're going to fuck up her house. Yeah, like a real fucking person, like how you're going to be. Yeah. Uh, Writers, writers, come on. We can do better. Listeners who are writers, we're trying to make the MNU happen, but if we don't, can you please get uh, some representation for the grandmas? Ask a grandma. Ask a grandma. Just talk to one. Talk to one. And just because a grandma's not involved doesn't all of a sudden make them an incompetent person. I think that's what we're saying. What, what I feel like maybe that's not quite what you're, but I'm yeah, just saying there's like, a variety. Yeah. There's a variety. And we're, uh, we're not seeing that at all. And it is very, very normal and abundant. Very normal. It's abundant in nature for grandmas to not feel like they have to be secondary. Yeah. Okay. But all grandpas are cool. Grandpas are cool and they've been <laughs> and they fish and they <laughs> girl. <laughs> They're like, ugh. Okay. Wait, okay, wait. Um, and what else did Lauren say? We love you too, girl. Thank you for listening. Yeah. We love yep. Lauren. And obviously, shout out, shout out to Daphne. If we, if we talk talk about Lauren, we gotta talk about Daphne. Absolutely. They're Hope best you two friends. are well. Okay. <laughs> Mom stomp. This hi. Oh, please don't put this on the on 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 your thing, because I would hate it. 
Um, but I need to call because wait, I have to stop um, this. This is from Birdie, and we might have to take it out. Maybe, maybe we just <laughs> oh, play this part. She was drinking. She was drinking. She was watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Every we'll we'll talk about RuPaul's Drag Race in a second. But me, Annie, and Irene, we're gonna like try to watch it at the same time. And then Annie has YouTube TV. This is an endorsement for YouTube TV. Get it? She gets to watch it right away. Irene and I had bought the season. I, I bought it through Amazon Prime. She brought it through Apple. And so we're getting it like at their discretion, I guess. Last week I got it at 9 p.m. This week I got it the following day. Okay. But all that to say is all I was doing was sitting there wanting to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And then Birdie and Melissa started texting me about drinking games. And I was, I couldn't get enough of texting them. And they were, they were drinking and then they said, we got to call the pod. And I sent them, <laughs> I sent them that number like, boom. Yeah. I'll go babe. It's so fast. So maybe we'll cut this out. Cause she literally says, don't play. Don't but put that's it. Yeah. Story. But here you we'll listen what? to delete, it. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> seriously, we love you guys. And last episode really hit a chord with me and my wife about the whole relationship thing. You're right. After you have sex and you go down on somebody, you have 48 hours to not say anything. But my wife thought I was listening to the part where you were talking about leaning into the other person's feelings and putting your feelings aside and maybe being more affectionate with them because they need the affection. But that's not what my wife got out of it. I'm a boy. It is what it is. Anyways, but you're absolutely right. I think we all get consumed with our daily routine, with our work or whatever we have going on. And sometimes we can be very selfish about the things that we need. And sometimes we have to ground ourselves and say, hey, this is my partner. We have to give in to their needs as much as we want them to fill in into our needs because... And while I'm taking my selfish time to listen to Mom's stomp, I'm getting that reminder for my wife <laughs> that you guys did so much for us. It did, totally. We're having, we're drinking right now watching RuPaul, hey, and we're having an amazing time just like we did when we were first dating, and this is our date night. We're here. Our girls are awake Aww. doing their own thing in their in their room. We're out here in the living room drinking, having a great time, texting Joe on the side, um, having a good time. This is our date night. Everybody's is different. This is ours, and this is where we feel happy. You know, we're enjoying ourselves, and this is it. All right. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. I mean, both of us are like, oh, I'm like near tears. It was such well, a sweet voicemail that we've been told we cannot play. You have and to double won't. check on that because it is so sweet. It's so sweet. Oh my okay, god! I'll double check. But this is what I'm saying. Being mom friends, being friends, being human beings, like, and also like when we're kids, we're collecting friends and then they like kind of go away when we're adults and like, we get like this and that, but reaching out to your friends, whether you're a mom or an adult, it is so, it, it means so much. Mm -hmm. And maybe like, this is common sense. Like it's always going to be common sense. The good advice is all good, always going to be common sense. It's going to hit you and you're just going to be like, oh Yeah five vegetables a day, eight hours of sleep. Like, yes, it's the common sense, but reaching out and connecting, especially in a time where we don't need to reach out and connect. We have everything at our fingertips. We don't need, I don't need to check in with my friend. I know how they're doing. I see it on Instagram. Yeah. It just really, really helps. Like this voicemail was like so beautiful. So sweet. Really, really, really. It's about to get me through the fucking week. It's, a, it's about to actually make me go try super, super hard to, to have this with my husband because the date night thing, like they're talking about can be something so simple. It's really more of a feeling of like remembering what that was like to rekindle in that, in that way. And like a private or in a, like a more intimate moment, like even if it's just like we're buddies hanging out on the couch together, it can be simple. That was really beautiful. I'm so happy to be a part of that in some way that this podcast was like a match for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So sweet. 
so sweet. Um, we def have to talk about drag race for sure, but I also want to say one more thing about that. Oh yeah. What you're saying, like reaching out to people, connecting, this is blue zone shit. This is blue zone shit. Whether we like it or not, we're social creatures. Listen, what I'm saying is not news. Everybody fucking knows this, but I really do think now after watching that documentary, it actually will make you live longer if you connect because you do feel better and it makes you live longer. Ooh. And that is not easy. It is not easy to connect. Just last night, I was like, I have an opportunity to go and hang out with people. And I thought, I don't want to do that. I want to read my fantasy book. Mm. But now, reminder, reminder from that email from Birdie. I'm like, you know, those matter. Pushing yeah. yourself to get out there, pushing yourself to connect because the, the, re- the reward is huge. Unless you still have to like guard yourself too. Like I need my private time. I need to go read my fantasy book. You can, you still have to honor those too. But yeah, like you're saying, it's like, you know, working out or giving a blow job, you have to go do it. And then it's great afterwards. I'm sure. <laughs> Wait. Okay. We have to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. I think it being at the end of the show is helpful because there are people like first name, last name, Carol June who don't watch. And she could just click off she right just now. Say, She's like, yeah. She's like, I don't get... But... Wa- Listen, this is an Emmy-winning show, honey. Mm-hmm. They won an Emmy last week. Oh, RuPaul's they're winning Drag all the Emmys. I'm <gasps> telling you, until a better host comes along with a better show, it's Rue for the rest of the Emmys. I love Rue. Talk about saying common sense things. Right. RuPaul... RuPaul is an amazing person. Actually, there was a grandma moment on this episode. Which drag queen was talking about it? A mandatory meeting, maybe? It was actually Q. Oh, Q, yes. Oh, my God. Q's so fucking adorable. Yeah. Um, You know that they had a strong relationship with grandma, and then grandma didn't approve. Yeah. And um, and Ru's advice on that was just like, you know, people are going to have their opinions, you know? And it's, it was another, uh, again, another like nuanced grandma moment. Here we go. Can you, I was thinking this move, this moment struck me. Same. sounds like it struck you. And like, listen, that's the point of the fucking show. You're always Mm going to have, by the way, Melissa Birdie drink every time Rue says something thoughtful. I mean, um, like that. I I was thinking though, while I was watching that, God, Rue, Rue has not has only not only given them a good piece of advice, not only kind of like given them release from something that is like weighing on them. It's Rue motherfucking Paul. Could you imagine just being like, yeah, Rue says I don't need to let you have this ownership over me anymore. Yeah, I think um, Rue is a lived person, you know, and has gone through a lot of experiences and has gone through like, oh, I should shut my mouth in these moments and I should, you know, and it's like, we're talking about the older people. Rue's an elder that know when to hold them, know when to show them. And baby, when you have that at wisdom, she like cuts right to the core. She knows exactly what you're talking about. And, and can offer you some peace in that moment, peace and understanding, you know, and, and Q said this, whether we are to believe this or not, because it is a TV show, but she said, I feel so good that Rue like validated that. And and I was seen by her, you know, it's just such good TV. If I met Rue Paul, I don't know if I could talk to him. First name, last name, Gary Richardson got us on SNL when Rue was hosting, got us to go see. And afterward, I think I've told this story, but afterwards he was like, do you want to come to my office after the show? Cause he's a writer. And I walked down the hall and I said, you can't introduce me to RuPaul. I pulled him aside. I was like, you can't introduce me to RuPaul. He's like, bitch, I'm not introducing you. <laughs> but I was just like, I was like, I can't just Mm-mm. in case, it's, just in case you, you got to know the rules. Mm-mm. Could I, could I work with them? Yeah. I got to say it. Cause we don't know who's listening. <laughs> I could work with, I'm saying if I could form a relationship with them, God willing, I would, I would be beyond, that would be beyond my wildest dreams. I could function as a human and I could see myself connecting. Obviously anyone could connect with RuPaul. They're mm-hmm. like, they are, so, they seem like such 
an amazing person that they would bring out the best in anyone, but just in passing, no, I'm not worthy of that moment. Listen, (laughs) if you, to be the interaction, when you first bump into RuPaul, you better have it in your pocket to make him laugh. It better be something to make him laugh. And then you're kind of, you got his, you got his attention. Okay. And then the rest is easy peasy, but you got to make him laugh first. That's it. That's the way to Rue's heart. A hundred percent. And Dawn says that in the show this season, one of the contestants, I'm here to make Rue laugh. Mm. She, she hasn't really done it, but <laughs> well, she did in the um, ring challenge. And oh, they were yeah. talking about vegetarian. Yeah. yeah. She did. She got her a laugh. I'm okay. So if you're not, if you're new to the show, we, we're expecting lots of new listeners this week, obviously. I can't stop saying it. I Tons. <laughs> and we listen. hope you guys are watching RuPaul with us. Please watch RuPaul. It's just started. The season has just started. You can get it on YouTube TV. You can get it on whatever, Amazon Prime, Apple, whatever, whatever, whatever. But we are a part of a fantasy football league type thing where we put in our contestants. Joe Phillips, our friend, created this. is amazing. And I have to say, and I said it last week, I'm invested, invested because of the fantasy football. I picked the person who gets sent home and it might as well have been one of my kids. I was embarrassed. I was crushed. I was sad. I was like, I felt cheated. So you picked this person knowing the challenge. You're like, they're going to crush this challenge. Last week, Hershey LaCour, and I should have be if I really cared, if I really thought these were my kids, I should be researching. Last week, Hershey LaCour was wearing a dress and she was like, I made this dress. So Mm -hmm. I thought they're a seamstress, a hundred percent. But she did get clocked for the hem at the bottom. Right. But I like the hem and I think that I like the dress ultimately. So I was like, Oh, I like this. I can't, I'm excited. I think that they are a seamstress. So this week was kind of, it was a ball and I knew they were going to have to make something. So I picked someone who out loud said, I make things. Okay. They didn't make fucking shit. And then at the end of the show, they go, well, I'm not a seamstress. seamstress. (laughs) She's like, this makes sense. I'm not a seamstress. She didn't literally say that, but yeah. Damn. It hurt. Damn, damn, damn. You know what hurt me? I picked Tsunami as kind of like my X factor because I was like, I think she hasn't shown us looks yet, but she keeps saying she's a look queen. I think she might do it. And baby, all I have to say is hashtag egg. Humpty Dumpty realness. That egg to me when she did the reveal and the yolk look, I was like, why isn't Tsunami on top? I felt jilted in ways of like, I feel like one of the contestants now because of this fantasy league. But then I'm like online, all the, like I'm following all the gals on Instagram now yeah. and they're all putting up Tsunami's egg look. I was Are like, well, why really? didn't you bitches vote for her? Yeah. So she comes out Humpty Dumpty and then she cracks the egg and she has this sleek look and it did look good. And her face. Oh, she looked good. She looked good. I think. Listen, the top three deserved, but I thought Tsunami should have been up there instead of Safira. (gasps) Safira's getting, uh, Safira is kind of my, uh, is kind of Sasha Colby this season. I mean, nobody can compare to Sasha Colby, but she's giving me like, uh, guys, I got this. Y'all need to, okay. I'm kind of, she's confident. She's comfortable. She's yeah. It, and, and meanwhile, there's people like Hershey LaCour, who I picked, and Iman. It, they look, they, Iman, get her out. She has f- literal fear in her eyes. Yes. She's oh. scared. I bet she's about the nicest person. That edit was brutal. It seems like I'm getting fear from you. No. Uh, okay. Brutal. Okay. By the way, highlight of the show, Rue's wig. It looks like it's blowing in the wind. Anti-gravity. Sometimes, now I'm completely in the show. I love it. But when I was mostly just love in love with Rue, I couldn't wait for her to come out. I'm always gasping for air when she hits the runway. Joey laughs at me because he's watching it with me now too. He always laughs at me because I'm like, she's so good. Getting better and better every year. And better and better. And by the way, for the Emmys, everyone's Raven. looking at... <gasps> that was Raven. what I was about to say, bitch. 
everyone's looking at Poppy the Goblin, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't keep my eyes off a raven in the black and her silhouettes. Like she's everything that Rue is, is because of Raven's touch. And Raven is so deserving of that award. Damn artist. Yeah. We see you, Raven. We see you, Raven. Ooh, we see you. Ooh. Get to a Raven show if she ever comes there live to your city. You will die. And that's it. it. Yeah. She comes out. Stunning. 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 Stunted, baby. What did you think of your gal playing Jane? Uh, I didn't. I, I mean, I love her, but I didn't watch Untuck like you did. And oh, you, you, okay, gotcha. And also because Annie was like playing Jane says some mean stuff, and also the preview for next week, she's got like st- tear stained face, and she's she apologizing. Apolog- she apologizes. She apologizes, but I stand. I stand playing Jane. She will be in my top three from now until infinity. Yeah, I mean, she looks so snatched to me. She's saying funny stuff. She's pushing, like, she's making the show amazing. You know who's really making me laugh a lot is Morphine. Oh, I love Morphine, yeah. She is so funny to me. She is so cutting. I'm loving her. And I haven't picked her for anything yet. I'm waiting for her challenge. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. And I know that I was listening to Sibling Rivalry, and they were like for the first episode where they do like a, um, a review or a recap of the show, they were like, I, her makeup is sick and she must've gotten up at like 4am or they were like so early. Cause they were like, those interviews that they're doing are like super early. And they were mm. like, for her to look snatched that early is like, they were like interesting insider yeah. on that. Yeah. I love that. Do you know what else I loved about this episode is that plasma mm-hmm. who just came up cute, cute and quick with the death becomes her reference. She's smart. She's going to, not to give you away any of my strategy here, but she's going to crush on these comedy challenges. I think the next one is an acting challenge. Well, I don't want to give away my strategy either, but I got one and I got one in the short list that I think is really going to crush on the acting challenge. Acting challenge. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. I, all I know is I'm doing very bad. <laughs> oh, I'm doing so I, bad. I, I Hershey the, liqueur. I'll never. No, I'm definitely doing the worst. I might be like third to last. <laughs> I, but it's interesting though, because like you watch it and you're like, I was going to put that person. I was going to put motherfucking Safira. Uh, and I was going to put fucking whoever won. Spoiler, spoiler. Nymphia? Yes. I was like, no way can she pull through again, bitch. She's wow. good. She's very good. Yeah. She could win. Yeah. She has a great personality too. Yes. Like a and fun. She's goofy, quirky, Rue loves. Yes. We're always picking the quirky queens. Oh. You got to watch Untucked. Because okay. of the drama and then also be how they deal with it is kind of fun too. And okay. I think it's going to paint a picture for our next episode. <sighs> okay. This is too far gone, but Devin and I are reading a series and she's like faster than me and it's the stress of it's insane. <laughs> a faster reader. Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm sitting in here wanting to be in the world so bad. This is friendship, actually. This is friendship. I want to be in the world so bad. I want to, like, savor every page. And Devin is like this. She's like, I'm literally like, I want to catch up. She goes like this. Take your time. I want you to savor this. She's saying it. Yeah. And I can't because I know she's, like, so fucking far ahead of me. (laughs) She's rereading parts of the book I'm reading. Okay, you. This is. She's gonna be expert now. That is true. <laughs> we'll start a trivia. I mean, the book is good, girl. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. I'm like so far down deep. Wait, How many what books is, in this series? Eight. Oh Lord. And and, and, and <laughs> you know what it is? It's the. 
it's the waiting. It's the, it's the tension. It's the suspense of the relationship. And, and I haven't, I haven't read any of these fantasy books that are not a series. Mm -hmm. It's like, they make you work for that first that's touching right. of the hand. And the millennials, we're kind of into that. We're kind of into like waiting and working for things. She, delete, her, delete. hers, comma, millennial. <laughs> Next time my kid wants a toy, I'm like, you need to build some tension here. You don't understand. Uh, You're not getting that toy right now. That is for sure. Here mm -hmm. we'll say we're, we're going back in parent mode for 10 whole seconds before we log off. You have to say no. So Christmas means something. 100%. So anything means anything. So anything means anything. Guy sitting here, he's got a little money saved up. He got a PS5 for Christmas. He bought stop. himself an electric guitar that we made him pay for. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and now I want to buy this. And we're, and I go like this, no. He goes, it's my money. I go, it, you're done. You're yeah, done. It, it's a good reminder. I mean, we want to give our kids everything. Trust. I know. I know. I know. This goes back to the birthday parties. We want them to succeed. We love them. We want to adore them. And it's not just like, I want my kid to have everything. I just want my kid to be happy or have a joyful life. But I have to practice and remember, no is healthy. You can't get what you want right now is healthy. It's healthy and it makes yes feel better when it comes. And they'll learn that. They'll learn that. And they'll learn it. And they'll learn that, understand that tension when they get older and start to read these novels. They'll be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> They're bringing me so much joy right now. It's like, it's like messed up. I'm worried for my future. <laughs> Retirement. Oh my God. Okay. I love you, babe. Love you. We need to record a song, 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 song. Mom sounds. Bye bye. Shit! 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 Are you mad? Bye bye. Oh. Not yet. Oh no. Love you, girl. Love you, babe.